0: The last five psalms, Psalm 146 through Psalm 150, each begin the exact same way. Praise ye the Lord. As we enter the season of thanksgiving and praise, Scott is walking us through this crescendo of praise, a study he is calling the Hallelujah Chorus. In our busy lives, we must make time to praise the Lord, not only for what He's given us, but praise the Lord for who He is. And when our heart is filled with praise, we are ready for worship. Let's join Scott now for today's study.
1: Where do you most hear the word hallelujah? I would say it is probably at church. And yet, I want to suggest to you today that hallelujah should not start at the church house. It should start at our house. In fact, it ought to be a very normal thing in our homes for family members to hear us praising the Lord. In fact, for those of us who lead in our families, we ought to be leading our families in worship. We should be guiding them to praise God in all things. We've come in our study of this hallelujah chorus to Psalm 148, and what a psalm it is. It's only 14 verses long, but it is filled with hallelujahs, filled with praise. And there's a small verse in Psalm 148 that I think really is the key that unlocks the application of this psalm. You know, so many of the psalms, you can read and enjoy reading them. But if you make no application to your life, then what difference has it made? The psalms are not just for you to feel better, uh, for you to get a warm, fuzzy feeling and say, well, that was nice. It is to take the truth and apply it to our lives. And so what I'd like to do this week is take Psalm 148 and apply it to our families now let's read just a little bit, beginning in verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights. Praise ye Him, all His angels. Praise ye Him, all His host. Praise ye Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all ye stars of light. Praise Him, ye heaven of heavens, and ye waters that be above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for He commanded, and they were created. He hath also established them forever and ever. He hath made a decree which shall not pass. Praise the Lord from the earth, ye dragons and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and vapor, stormy wind fulfilling His word, mountains and all hills, fruitful trees and all cedars, beast and all cattle, creeping things and flying fowl, kings of the earth and all people, princes and all judges of the earth. And here's the verse, Psalm 148, verse 12. Both young men and maidens, old men and children, Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is excellent, his glory is above the earth and heaven. He also exalteth the horn of his people, the praise of all his saints, even of the children of Israel, a people near unto him. Praise ye the Lord. Did you hear the verse? Psalm 148, verse number 12, both young men and maidens, old men and children, now We'll come back to this verse later in our study of this amazing psalm in the order it's given in the passage. But in every portion of Scripture, uh, there is a verse, there is a, a truth that, like a key, unlocks the whole thing. And this is what has captured my attention from Psalm 148. He begins in the heavens, but then he brings it to our homes. He deals with the whole earth, and then he brings it full circle right back to where we live. I wonder... Are there any hallelujahs in your home? Is there a spirit of praise and gratitude? Uh, Is Thanksgiving just a day of the year, or is it the normal event of every day among your family? You know, most homes are more like war zones than they are havens of peace. That's not the way God intended. God intended that our homes would be a little piece of heaven on earth. God intended that, that our home life would be a haven uh, from the spiritual onslaught in this world and the and the difficulties that we deal with surrounding us every day, that doesn't mean there's not spiritual attack within the home it doesn't mean there's not problems within family, there's no perfect home because there's no perfect people, but it means this uh, the the family that is near to God should have such the ruling presence of the Lord in their homes uh, that it gives them some some respite uh, a place of rest and and refreshment from all of the things they're dealing with in life. You see, only his ruling presence can make that possible. Now, think with me for just a moment. In our heavenly home, what are the angelic hosts doing right now? In our heavenly home at this moment, the angel choir is gathered around the throne and they are singing, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Let me ask you this. What do you think we will do when we get to our heavenly home? Uh, Revelation 5 tells us, I have always loved the scene that's laid out for us in Revelation 5 at the end of Scripture. Uh, The Bible says uh, that we're going to gather around the throne, verse 12, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. (laughs) I love this. I'll tell you what's going on in our heavenly home. I'll tell you what's going to go on in our heavenly home for eternity. Worship. Praise. Now watch this. If that is God's desire, if that's the Father's greatest desire in our heavenly home someday, don't you think that was actually the Father's design for our Christian home today? That our, our Christian homes should be a little reflection, albeit not perfect, but a little reflection of what God's heart is, of what the Lord's desire is and design is. I wonder, is there a spirit of praise in your home? Are there hallelujahs in the home? I really believe this. A revival of praise will not begin at the church house. It will begin at our house. People talk about going to church to praise and worship God. Friend, if you wait till you get to the public place to praise and worship God, you're not a true worshiper. Uh, you don't find worship at the church house. You bring your worship with you, and where should that begin? It should begin at your house. And may I just say this to, to every parent? Your children know if you're a true worshiper. Your children know if praise is something you just put on for church on the Lord's Day or it's something that is a part of your life, the garment of praise every day. I want that in my home. Don't you want that? I remember years ago coming home from a meeting and my wife said to me that she had heard a sermon that had deeply convicted her about thanksgiving and praise. And she said to me, I really think we need to give more attention to gratitude in our homes. She challenged us as a family every night before we went to bed to go around the circle and not just pray, but praise. We all had to share three things for which we were grateful every night and we couldn't repeat ourselves for a week. It was a little challenging at first. Uh, I must confess, it it started a little awkwardly, but in time, we all learned that we had so much to give God praise and glory for, so much to thank the Lord for, and uh, we learned to bring that spirit of praise into our conversation, to talk about the goodness of God, and it was transformative. It, it changed the entire tone in our family. Uh, it brought a peace into the atmosphere of our home that was unique and special. Do you know why that is? Because everywhere there's a spirit of praise, the spirit of God is there. God inhabits the praises of his people. We enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Would you like to welcome the Lord into your family? Would you like to enjoy the Lord's near presence in your home? Then instead of bickering and fighting, instead of fussing and feuding, instead of arguing, instead of talking just about lesser things all the time, elevate the conversation to spiritual things, and talk about the goodness of God. Here's what you'll find. When you begin talking about the goodness of God, the Lord enters the conversation, and suddenly there are hallelujahs in the home. Somebody's got to initiate it. Somebody's got to get it started. Would you be that person today? Would you ask the Lord to help you be so full of the goodness of God, so full of praise? When you open your mouth in your home, it will be to edify, to build up, and most of all, to lift up the lord jesus christ in your home today praise ye the lord oh
0: that men would praise the lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men we here at enjoying the journey are thankful for you our listeners it is always such an encouragement for us to hear how god is using the ministry of enjoying the journey all of the resources we provide are free, all because of the support of listeners just like you. While we believe your tithe should be given to your local church, we are always grateful to have Christians from around the country to partner with us as God leads. All gifts are tax deductible. You can visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and click Donate in the upper right-hand corner. You can make a one-time investment or set up reoccurring gifts. However God leads you to partner with us, thank you. And we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.